what I want to know from you is who should be the next Manchester United coach? Not Ralph. Whoa, okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's a statement. Yeah. Why not Ralph? He's there for six months. I've been here many times before and I've never been defeated and still I will never be defeated. It's Jay. And this is Chuck. What's up, everyone? This is Jay from the Two Upfront podcast, where we look at the weekend sporting action and other narratives around the sporting arena that may have gone under the radar. Welcome to a special episode of Two Upfront. My name is Jay. I'm joined by Chuck, and we have Mr. Julian now himself. He'll introduce himself. What's up, bro? Uh, no, thanks, thanks, man. Uh, hi, everyone. Uh, this is uh, Tuli from Koiladi now. And yeah, no, thanks for having me, guys. Cool. It is it is a pleasure to have you on this episode. And mostly, this is the reason we have you here. To talk Manchester United. You are a big Manchester United fan. And the thing that we want to touch on first up is just your feelings on, on, on the season thus far. You mentioned to us before we started recording that you may have not been checking out the games of recent <laughs> for reasons that you'll go into. So yeah. pretty much um, where Manchester United are up to this point of the season, what are your feelings? Disappointed. That's <laughs> um, rank, yeah. Yeah, disappointed. I, I can't even want to put it in a nicer way. Um, this was the season that was dubbed the season United will challenge for the league. And By the way, I, I, I picked United to win the league. At the beginning of the season. Yeah, and I understand why. I mean, you looked at the players they signed, yeah. bar a DM, and you look at it and you look at that team. You you know, we all saw it, and, and especially the first game against Leeds, you know, everyone was like, wow. Here we go. Yeah. This is this is the season. And then, yeah, Ole and Ronaldo being there, as, as some would say. I, I don't know if, if, if it was a Ronaldo factor or him being in the team that, I don't know, sort of, Intimidated some of the players in our in our squad, or I want to ask I want to ask on that. Do you think that actually is a real thing? Do you think he's had a negative impact on the team? I don't think so. I, I think I don't think so as well. I think I think not entirely to to a certain extent. Like you know, fifty yeah. percent maybe, or not even fifty. Like twenty, thirty percent. He had a negative impact because if you see how you how United play, all the players now look to get to the ball, get get the ball to Ronaldo, which sometimes means. Greenwood will be Greenwood and not uh, shoot. He'll want to pass, you understand? And sometimes when he's supposed to shoot, he passes, which is like... And then Sancho also comes into the setup and you thought, oh, Sancho, he's about to do well, what he What's did happened there with Sancho? <sighs> if, if, you were to, if you were to point out something that... Here's the reason why we've not seen the best of Sancho because you guys chased him for two seasons and yeah. eventually got him... And the idea all around was maybe that's just the one side that you, you, you're missing out on, like just one of the wings. Because Rashford at the time was prolific and you had Greenwood on the come up as well. And there was Martial as well still in the mix, which we'll get into. And then you bring on Sancho and it's like, okay, there's a, there looks like there are pieces for a potent front three. 
but he's barely played under Ole. Also now still under the new coach. What the heck has happened with Sancho? A manager in Ole looked, searched for him for or chased him for about three years. Yeah, got him. Didn't know what to do with him. That's literally because <laughs> yeah. Sancho, when he bought him, he bought him for the right side. Yeah, he brings Sancho into the team. He plays him on the left side. So, what now? You understand? Mm. Um, and then also, I think there was there was there was issues also in coaching there because now Sancho is a is a technically gifted player. Um, if you look at um, the front three, we 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 thought we were going to see of Greenwood. Uh, Rashford and Sancho or Martial even in the mix there you understand because I already was like put Sancho on the other side put him on the right put uh, Martial um, on the left on the left put Rashford in the middle they'll all they literally would annoy defenses because they're literally intertwined and change positions throughout a game and then Ole gets this guy and doesn't do that you know then Ronaldo comes in and then now also scary hour literally became scary hour for him as Sancho because now it was like, crap, I'm in a team with my idol. Mm. You know, now also, how do I fit to... Because if you look at the first couple of games Sancho started with Ronaldo on the pitch, all he wanted to do was pass... Give it to Ronaldo. Give it to Ronaldo. And it wasn't working out till Carrick, when Carrick came in, that's the only time I sort of saw a glimpse of the real Sancho that was at Borussia Dortmund, you know? So... Yeah, I think also psychologically, the league, people think it happened to Kai Havertz, it happened to Timo Werner last season. We laughed at them, you know. <laughs> mm, um, mm. All I hope for, for Sancho is it doesn't last forever, you know. It's, yeah. it's, it's something he can get over. And now he recently lost his aunt. So I hope after this break, it, it did him good, you know, to be away from football a bit and come back also with that love. I don't, wanna, I don't think the love is gone for the game. It's just... It's Manchester, man. It's a difficult time. And also it's Manchester. I think what's gone on with United is that as much as we finished in second and we looked like we were going to progress, United was always, how do I put this? They weren't well built. It's something that worked, but it wasn't well built. And so when it broke, Oli didn't know where to fix. We didn't know where to point at because we pointed the manager. We pointed the players. There's so many things that are going wrong. And I think if you come into a team like that, that doesn't know how to fix its own problems and you want to drop in a Sancho in there and a Ronaldo, there's only so much they can do. I do believe that if they were in a team that had proper identity, a proper style, then you can slot them and say, this is your job. Currently, it's like, okay, run past the defenders. Okay, come deep. It's, it's, it's whatever you want it to be, basically. And for someone who's struggling with form currently, with the pressures of Ronaldo, the pressures of the league, it sounds like, what's going on here? So I do believe for him that he's failed a bit because there's nothing proper at United. Um, and I think Rangnick's found that out as well, that I tried with my own system and this, even this is not working. So he's reverted back to type two. Okay, let's go to what you guys know, which is the early system and let's work from there on and push forward. So there was issues, I think. You guys don't feel Ronaldo's been that much of an issue. I don't. I really do though. Because, you know, when you point out the fact that one, the whole team is trying to find him. My, my biggest thing is two players um, for me encapsulate this. Bruno is not as potent this season as he was last season. And then Greenwood, who was in like one of one of the more popular debates on Twitter, is like who's the best young English talent or who's the best talent in in the big six, and United fans were are pushing were pushing for him mightily at the time, and started the season like a house on fire. And then Ronaldo comes in and his goals dry up, and his 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 danger factor also goes down a level. And for me, I look at the situation and I can't get away from the fact that. 
Ronaldo is there when he entered the team those things changed but you guys don't feel that's 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 the case but what happened to greenwood what did they do at greenwood when ronaldo came into the team they shifted him to the right to the right but he was already playing from the right was he not yes cutting in so now that ended if if you look at uh, the united squad holistically a lot of players are playing out of position what do you want to do with mason greenwood what what type of player do you want him to be in 5 years time mm-hmm. you understand mbappe to be mbappe was played in one position mm. and he thrived in that's it. the way he is that's yeah. the that's why mbappe is the way he, where he is today so what are you trying to do with greenwood it's the same thing with sancho if you are not flipping him on the right you're flipping on the left sometimes there was a point um ralph was even playing him behind the striker as yeah. the creator two tens yeah, yeah. him and bruno yeah him and bruno as the two tens in that uh 422 system you know uh, 422 mm. system he had in place you know so there's a lot of players freed himself He's not a six, but he's, he's expected to play to play as a six. You understand? So the only players in the United team that actually play in their rightful places is the is, is the is defenders. The, is the defender and the keeper and the keeper. <laughs> That's it. So where else can they go? You yeah. Know, other than those guys, everyone else has to adapt his game to what the manager is trying to do. And then now, for me, there I'm also blaming the people upstairs because I'm like, you look at this team every year. You want to. Rise, you know, go go up a level higher than where you were last season, but you are not fixing the actual problems in the team. What is the actual problem? The actual problem is one because you've brought in players, you've changed yeah. the coach. It was Oli out for such a long time. Oli is out. The coach is in. What is the actual issue at United? Can I, can I just say now? First of all, to answer your, your Ronaldo question, Ronaldo cannot break something that's already broken. United were performing. United were winning games that so they shouldn't. It's more the same. Yeah, to you. United were winning games they shouldn't be winning. Losing yeah. games they shouldn't be losing. Yeah. Basically, um, you you go against Wolves and you're supposed to beat Wolves and you and you lose. Then you next following week you beat Manchester City out of the blue, the best team in the league. You beat them and you smash them like the entire game. So the thing about United is is, is that they were inconsistent. So for you say Ronaldo broke it. Like there were games where they were coming back from behind. Like our unbeaten record away from home. That that is magic basically. It was not football football logic. It, it was never so you're not supposed to have that. Rather have a home record where you're like okay, we're strong, we play football. This thing coming from behind scoring late, that that is not football. It's not you're not playing to a plan. That's heart and desire and passion and it, individual the things you yeah, never hear, brilliance. you never hear Manchester City being described as exactly. it's just football over there. Because it's everywhere a plan. else is like passion, heart courage so then moving on what i think has gone wrong with united is that i think i've said this to you is that you've got your defense you've got your midfield sometimes a big hole in the strikers or as a defense a big hole and then everyone's lumped up united don't play football they play in their positions meaning which only only bruno comes deep to get the ball greenwood is far rashford yeah. is far ronaldo is far and so the transition is an issue And so we never keep the ball for long because our passes are too are too long. We never we never are intense enough because we have to slow things down to find each other because there's such a big gap. So that is I mean I can point this out from all the way to Mourinho days with this big gap with yeah. different personnel this big gap where we're just playing and we're hoping it works. Now in the last 10 minutes of a game when we're looking for a goal that works because we lump the ball forward. Everyone's there so we're going to score. Yeah. But in terms of managing 90 minutes I don't think we 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 are positioned uh, correctly. What I liked in the last game against West Ham we pressed uh which the biggest thing number one, i think is that united don't work hard enough period we saw the stats when we were coached by ali before he left that we were like 19th 20th whatever in terms of work rate um meters run tackles presses we, we didn't work hard enough if you work hard enough that's at least halfway there you can compete then the talent will come in and then the tactics will come in and get you the win so i think that we didn't work hard enough number one number two tactically i think we didn't know what to do with the ball 
what to do out without the ball. And so even if you sign whoever and whoever, you can sign Messi, but if Messi doesn't know what to do, <laughs> Messi is going to be ineffective. That's why we have Ronaldo and people are saying Ronaldo is messing up the team. He's not. He's qualified us in the Champions League. He scored clutch goals, but you want to point at someone, someone because something's gone wrong. And so it must be Ronaldo. So what's gone wrong at United is that we've, we've had a DM, like you said, a big clearing hole. We've never fixed it. Arsenal have not fixed their spine and they're wondering, why are we soft in the belly? Because you've not addressed the problems. So I do believe that which we're, 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 we've got one eye that, that, that can't see, but we're busy patching up all the, uh, the lungs and the knees and the whatnot, but you guys still can't see properly. You know what I mean? So you're addressing some areas that are good, but not the main. So I think that is the big issue with United. So that's my question still on the table. Mm-hmm. How do you fix this? How do you fix this, Jens? Because is it a matter of they've not signed the right players and this also then feeds into the question with the coaching change. What are your thoughts um, up to this point with Ragnik having come in and what we've seen from the team? What is the fix? Develop a, a footballing structure within the club first. That's the first thing that needs to be developed. Fletcher and John and them are not a footballing structure. They are old okay. friends of the <laughs> owners. Yeah, You understand? And they... They're not really doing what they're supposed to do. I see Fletcher on the touchline sometimes. So I'm like, wait, aren't you head of sport or something at the club? What are you doing on on the touchline? You understand? Mm. Um, so for me first, develop a footballing structure within the club. Like actually, and employ people that work within football. Not your bankers, not your, you know, people that are there for numbers. And yeah. buying a player because they know Ronaldo will shoot up our... Our, our, our shares and 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 he'll sell shirts you understand get people that actually work in football and that director of football allow him to actually establish this d- united way the united dna that's a thing of the past you understand Persia, passion merchants don't win leagues anymore mm-hmm. you understand look at klopp when he got to liverpool they gave him the time but uh what what klopp did which um uh, uh, chuck. chuck mentioned sorry no um he got the team working hard. By the time that he went and won the league, the, that team was the most hard-working team in the league. They were literally high up everywhere in terms of, in terms of stats, if you were a stats person, mm-hmm. you understand. So, Ralph is trying because he's German. That's how they do it. You know, they, they will make a team run, work. Look at Hasenhutl at Southampton. Look at Tuchel. It's German efficiency. It, you know, they, they literally, that, that, that's their yeah. brand. You understand? So, that and developer and, and actually identify a footballing philosophy within the team that comes from high up coming down so that if you sign an 18-year-old and he walks through United, by the time he's 21 and plays for, for the first team, which already probably by, by 19 you'd already be playing for the first team, he knows exactly what you know he, he's doing, what, he, what is expected of him on the pitch, not just off the pitch, on the pitch, so that... When you sign players, they know also, this is how I'm going to play. You understand? For me, Ralph, 10 games, he did the best that he could in those 10 games. Six six wins, three draws, and one loss. Mm. You know, for me, the loss was important against Wolves because it exposed um, the players, the system he had in place, that 4-2-2-2. Yeah, it didn't work. Yes. He tried yes. something, it didn't work, yeah. It didn't work because he basically, when he was, I think... Defending, it was more of a four-two-two, you know. So his midfield literally got exposed. Wolves were walking all over him. Um, so from there, then that's where he sat, and he was like, "Okay, cool. 
guys are change up information we we done with this yeah. you understand and for me i respect him for that you know and one thing also i love about ralph is he's honest ralph he people might say the whole martial thing he lied and whatever but i like the fact that i feel like ralph talks a lot bro yes I, he, i feel no, he's a no i mean nerd, i mean i mean you know, i mean I, i mean it in the sense that i kind of feel like so he much. puts everything out for people to consume i mean he spoke in detail about the martial thing the fact that he mentioned that because it's not as if they had a blowout on the touchline and then people were asking questions he just offered that of his own volition that oh this is what happened which then prompted marshall to respond on instagram similarly to what happened with cristiano ronaldo i feel as if he can he could have just stood in front of the cameras and said that just that's just something that happens but then he went into a soliloquy about it and in my in, in my head i was at least thinking man with a team that is already so much under fire from every quarter i kind of think you want to redirect those things don't make news of something that doesn't need to be news i love him for for that i mean yeah. in terms of he gives journalists he, he headlines he gives he gives he people gives who talk about the game like a lot to talk about you know i just feel in in his in his capacity as the coach of manchester united it's a bit too much i think if 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 we're honest in the 10 games that he's had we've had the 10 possible games that you that you can have, have available we don't we didn't play city we didn't play liverpool we didn't play tottenham we didn't play we just played west ham which is, i think was one of our biggest tests yeah. and villa as well um and i think in that time i think that was a good time to ingratiate your your plan and say this, this is how i want us to play okay that failed let's let's move because if you play your plan and you get smashed 5-0 by city and you switch to the other one you get smashed 4 by liverpool like what now you know what i mean yeah. so you've had time to put your plan in place get your players even throw in any longer because you're not playing city there's not that much pressure you're playing newcastle go shine you're playing brentford go shine and then from there gather your information like this is how we can use you so i think he's had the best introduction period in terms of the games available and he's learned a lot and that's why he's gone back to that other formation what i like though is that he has he has identified that and i and I, i think from from looking at how we're playing right now let's keep dalo let's keep telles Shaw was good and he didn't have the best starts of the season but my my biggest gripe with Shaw, with Shaw is that he slows the ball down gets it in promising areas and then he's looking and he's looking and then he finally releases the ball and it's like <sighs> the chance is gone you know what i mean with one bisaka we know what's going forward is not one of his strengths so with dalo and with telles i think we've got we've got we've got uh, options down the wings and one thing that he said that he stated before he's got got in the job and now that he's in the job is that we need to control the game that's only happened a few problem. times and i think he's identified clearly what we're, what we're trying to do i didn't hear only omarino say what we're trying to do as a team and i think that outlines it clearly for everyone to say okay if you want to control the team do this do that do this do that and then we know where they're going we can actually track their progress whereas whereas, whereas with other managers you couldn't really say what was going wrong or was going right because you don't know what they're trying to achieve or you know that united lost or united won or whatever but what are they trying to do you know what i mean so he's someone where and i think this is where you can put the line i'm not saying they're at the same level but pep wants a performance more than he wants the result and if you're trying to say we want to control the game they got a few chances and they scored cool but we control the game that is progress but with united we under ole we were winning games where we had no no mm-hmm. con- no control no consistency out of the blue bruno is a goal varan goal and we were happy with that but we're no longer trying to do that we're trying to control a game and that's how you start winning controlling the game okay so ragnik is in the job now but when he when he signed on what we heard what was reported or we know is that he's interim for the next 6 months and then he's a consultant after that and he will be helping to pick the next coach if he doesn't pick himself. What I want to know from you is who should be the next Manchester United coach. Not Ralph. Whoa, okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's a statement. Yeah. Why not Ralph? He's there for 6 months. 
honor that. You know, for me, one, that was positive from United because I believe United two years ago um, goes and actually appoints Ralph for the whole season yeah. and then they give him the job. You understand? They brought Ralph for six months because they understood that the manager they want or would like at the club is not a, currently is not available. So let's get Ralph in with his footballing ideologies and, you know, the professor, you know, football or whatever people call him out there. Um, bring him in six months. That's what he's there for. Let him work for six months. Even if he wins the Champions League, wins the FA Cup, finishes in the top four, don't give him the job. Tuliwo, hold up. Don't. Hold up. Like, if he does <laughs> something that only Sir Alex Ferguson and Sir Matt Busby have done at this historic club, you don't want to give this guy the job. You guys no. gave a job to Oli when he for just Paris. Lo- For Paris. No. This is that would be more than Paris if he wins the Champions League, for example, because that is a competition he's still in, and the FA Cup. He's not supposed to get the job. Why? There's a difference in league football. You understand? And I look at Ralph. This is his biggest job in ten years True. since since what he coached RB. Oh no, like Arby, Leipzig, Leipzig in like 2012 or something. You understand? And then you want to give him the biggest club in the world on on how many years? You're gonna give him three years. To run it, I don't think so. So for me, take him upstairs where I think he would be more effective. Le- actually, listen to him there. Worse, if he if, if he wins the Champions League for you, do that for him. You know, tell him, Ralphie, sorry. Um, he's not gonna get. Let, he's not gonna let go of the job if he wins the Champions League, though. I mean, personally, I think I choose Uchudin Nachelsman simply because he's the guy who uh, Ralph uh, earmarked and pinpointed that I want this guy for Leipzig. Right? How you get him out of Bayern? Yeah, can yeah, I no, can no, I can no, I put no, that no. caveat there like a realistic? No, no. Well, maybe realistic. The reason why I say that is because I have I haven't heard of any other potential or not the potential of the guy to replace Urangnik, and that worries me because he builds and then at the end of the season he lets go and someone else takes takes over. How is he supposed to get the signings? How is he supposed to get a team that's going to now be in his identity? At least I know what Urangnik and Nachelsmann had 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 a similar philosoph- philosophy or similar ideas at Leipzig. He he said, "Which I specifically want that guy, right?" And he's since since then done well for Leipzig, gone on to take the Bayern job. That for me makes sense in terms of uh, uh, connecting the two the two the two guys. But if you're going to give me a, a Hans uh, Ten Hag. That's cool, but he's going to be starting from scratch again. I want continuity. If this guy does a good job... You want job, continuity with this United team? No, no. If he oh, does with, well. With, with the philosophies. With of the philosophies, yes. Okay. If, it's, if, if, it's, if it's going well and there's a positive to it, because remember, I'm saying with the United just played football and sometimes got the results, sometimes didn't. But if there's an identity, if there's control of the games, I don't want you to stop that and say, okay, fine, it was good for that season, let's start again. I, I don't believe in that, you know? So I want to say with either, either, if you can't get Julian, continue. If you're doing a good job, continue. Because... Man, as much as we as much as we 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 are impatient as fans, this stop change, cut and paste, in and out is not working for anyone and for any team. But what the did only he come team that in for? What did he come in for? He came he came in to stabilize basically, okay. and you'll get the job uh, thingy after. So he gets the consultancy jo- consultancy job after six months, right? That's the that's the agreement unless he puts himself in the job. But for me, if you've got something stable, why break it? With Oli in the night in Paris, it was not something stable. It was a magical night. There's a difference. Yeah. But if you give someone an entire campaign where things were broken and he's, and he's making his, his philosophy known to the club, this is how we play. If you pull the plug off that and you introduce whoever it is, we're starting from square one. Regardless of whether we sign whoever, we're starting from square one. I don't want to do that. But everyone knew the moment Ralph came in that basically... That's what's going to happen. Yeah, 
next season United is starting another rebuild within a rebuild. So so what I'm saying is that had they mentioned that with you know like how our players sign a pre-contract and you know from January that at the end of the season this person is going to this I would I would love if we identified a manager. I'm happy with that. Then you know what we are working towards but helping this manager. But if you want to do because if you want to identify the guy the guy is already in the job and you can't go around saying for all of us to hear that oh next manager that we're targeting is Ten Hag while he's still on the bench of Ajax why is that not possible when you can do that with players it, it is possible that's tapping up that you, you, you can't like full on no no I'm saying having agreement like an agreement not, not, not tap him up illegally but have an agreement or have a pre-agreement yeah, yeah. That, that for me would make sense in terms of continuity because this stop and go it doesn't work because for instance against example when, 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 when U Moyes came in he did not know what Sir Alex Ferguson was doing he was doing his own Everton thing at United Yamsul Oh, oh, oh. Who's the, the, the Dutch? Van Gaal. Van Gaal came, did his own thing. Marino came, did his own thing. And the United Way was, because Sir Alex Ferguson was in the job for 20 odd years, it was the United Way. It was just Sir Alex Ferguson for 20 years plus doing the Sir Alex Ferguson thing. So if you can have continuity, I mean, yes, we had it with, with Ole, but it was, 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 was weak, to be honest. It was weak, but it was continuity nonetheless. That's why, even without winning cups, he got to second because there was some continuity. There's, there's something to be said for consistency, Jay. Whether it's, 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 uh, Ole level, but consistency helps. That's why OPEP is building and building. Eventually, I believe, maybe even this season, he might win the Champions League because consistency is there. If they chopped and changed every other day, I don't think it works. You don't want Ralph. You want yeah. someone else. Um, I don't want in, Ralph in, in the job. Who's that? Someone else. For me personally, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a very, I'm, I love Tiki Taka, so I would, I would love. Uh, Give us the name. <laughs> this I have to hear. You're not going to say Pep. Like. No, obviously, like, I, I can't get Pep. I'd love Pep at United. We missed out on him before, you yes, know, he did. When, when, we left, when he left uh, Bayern. Um, As Arsenal missed out on Klopp. But, yes, you know, we're not talking about Arsenal. Yes, back to United. We okay. can. Um, <laughs> for me, obviously, Ten Hag is, is, is the guy that, that's easier for me, I think, to get out of Ajax. He yeah. himself has said he thinks he's ready for uh, next the next up. step, you know. Um, and I've I've heard from the club that from around April, no, okay, not not they didn't tell me, mm. but from media reports, that uh, from March April they're gonna start the manager search with obviously Ralph's insight and mm. you know his help in that, um, and I think someone like um, Ten Hag coming in after Ralph's work it could work because mm. that that will be some form of because. Their they style, of, style of play is not too far off each other, you understand? Because if you watch Ajax and how hard that team works mm. and how Ralph wants United to, to also play, you know, you look at that and you're like, okay, cool, if this guy comes, players, a lot of players, I, I feel, will benefit from it, like a Martial. A Rashford and a Sancho will actually know exactly what is expected of them because that's been our biggest problem since, I even think during Jose that was a problem. A lot mm. of players were just floating on the field, you understand? Um, another name for me, which a personal favorite, love him since Barcelona days, Luis Enrique. Mm. It's just a pity you can't get him out of the Spanish job, especially before the World Cup. Yeah. You understand? Because um, I can't see him leaving six months before World Cup to come to United knowing all that pressure. And also I look at the United team and I'm like, it's a young team. Luis well, Enrique, young team as well, yeah. you know, he would love that opportunity to work with young players and in England because that'll be like a new league for him. Maybe question marks because he's never done it, you know, in, in, in England. And someone could say he had Messi, um, Suarez and Neymar when he won a treble with, with Barca and, and, a, and a midfield of, of Rakitic mm. and, and Xavi and them, you know. Um, so I think 
those are for me the two managers you should be looking at realistically you can get him out of that contract it's just a matter of convincing him with the project mm. and you know him buying into it ten hag i think that's easy you just literally tell him here's a budget you didn't have a budget here's a budget <laughs> he's leaving ix definitely so for me those are the those are the two guys for me as well uh, my my personal first choice was luis enrique um yeah. and the reason for that is because of what you've seen him do with a spanish team post the golden generation you know and you've also seen him at Bo- do it at barcelona he has the experience of coaching a big club and he's got success at a big club with the treble and he's coached big personalities at at at, at that same club and he does he does bring that 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 philosophy in terms of it is tiki taka you know it is position based chuck speaks about control you will be going into probably every game bar games against manchester city or maybe might even get to a point where you can match up with manchester city in terms of what you put out on the pitch so luis enrique would be number 1 for me the thing that gives him an edge over um etenag is that experience um yeah. of having done it at this level even at club level tenhag is second also then for me because that turnover that happened when his team that got to the semi-finals of the Champions League was gutted and the main players were signed by bigger names within the space of 2 years he's back with the same kind of potency in his ajax team and we've we've saw them thrash people in the champions league group stages i mean Halo was was sold by West Ham and what he's been doing yeah. at 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 Ajax which you can put down to the coach and 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 the system of the vertical tiki taka that they play there is something that gets you excited that there are young players which is worked with at United at, at at Ajax and he's got that philosophy and man you need someone of 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 that caliber either an Enrique or or a Ten Hag or as Chuck would would want um the continuation Julian. of of Rangnick or if Julian, he is successful if we find a, di- a different person Julian would work for me but the let's go only you can get him out of, out of I know, I know it'd be hard but i mean some people just want a different challenge and, and i don't I think, think yeah. i don't think Enrique comes out of spain because when they experienced the Lepetegui, last time around they probably built into those contracts that you're not even allowed mm. to speak to any club in the year of a world cup we're not going to have that Yeah, that didn't win, end end well for him in terms yeah. of his pre-contract with Madrid, and then he was fired yeah. on the eve of the World Cup, and then gets the job, and then he gets fired soon after as well. He's back now, though, yeah. with with Martial <laughs> in the squad. By the way, <laughs> before we move well. we move off of United, I know you've got a Martial shirt. How do you feel about Anthony Man, being gone? It, 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 it didn't sit well with me because I, I, I was proper Martial FC. Yeah, you know, um, I'm sad. It I don't I don't think it hasn't worked out. I just think the fans. Um him also he sort of grew out of love with the club because of also the situation that was going on at the club. Mm. Um for me one thing I don't like about Martial is the fact that whenever we get another striker in into the team he goes into sulk mode and doesn't do the business on the pitch. It happened when the year before uh, Jose came and brought Ibra in. Yeah. Martial was doing the business for for Louis van Gaal. He we bring Ibra and then they took his number after trademarking AM9 mm. he literally was nothing that season and then Jose you know makes it worse and brings Lukaku yeah. the following year and then we didn't know of Mashia we even thought he was leaving and then that season Ole came and Lukaku left they got 20 plus goals you know mm. and then Ole was like I need someone else to come help you help you not take your position Cavani comes in we don't see Mashia again so 
He's for me I don't know He wants to be the main guy mm. And he clearly works As the main guy But you need help Because Players get injured United. And this is United You know we I mean we, we used to Having three four Strikers in the team And they well Scoring plus 10 goals In the season So I don't understand Martial's thing But sad But I wish him all the best I hope he literally Kills it there So that he comes in And hopefully a Ten Hag Or whoever comes in Can actually give him A proper opportunity in the team and he does the business. I don't know how you well, feel. I've got one more question before we step off that. Martial Ragnick, do you think that's a good fit? Because Ragnick wants people to work, work, work and Martial's not known for his hard work. Do you think he can fit in that system and play? Yes, he can. We showed us in the last game what he, what he can do for for, for Ralph. Mm. Literally, I looked at it and I'm like, there, there he is. He's literally your best player at hold-up play and playing and interlinking play with other players. Yeah. Other guys can't do that. He says Cavani is the best at that. Cavani isn't the best that hold up play than Martial because Martial the nice thing with him, he can do a half 10. He can, you know, play players in. It's like same thing, why are you not playing Donny? You know, he's yeah, literally your space. One. He's literally a space player. No one, like a, no one a, a likes Donny. Whoever's on clearly, you I know. Don't so, understand the Donny thing. so for me, Martial could have been an asset. We let go of a really good player for me personally. I feel player that could have helped us a lot this season. But for his own development, and also I'm there's, glad there's, he went the, to there's the World Cup coming as well, so he needs game. I time. understand. I yeah. understand perfectly because he missed out on the last one. You know, so I, I'm sure he doesn't. He wants to be part of that, I, even though I don't think they would win it. But yeah, yeah, because like some magical stuff was spoken about Martial when he was like 18. Like he was the team. next big thing coming he, out of France. He was, he was, he and was the, the heir to the yeah. He, he was he was at when 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 Arsenal were making the deal with United for 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 Sanchez. I was hoping against hope that man bring Martial over to Arsenal. If we are giving away uh, Sanchez basically for nothing, and we are going to get. Mkhitaryan but she remind us of those sad times and those bad teams. Just bring Martial, but that that didn't quite work out. And as you say, hopefully he does revive his career over at 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 um, Sevilla. Um, we'll see so. how I that mean, goes. You, you got a welcome from the Ronaldo, so I'm sure. I don't even know how Sevilla got that going because Ronaldo does not have a history. It's with his idol. Sevilla. It's his idol. For me, that was a proper. That's a show of love. And you yes. you you tweeted something about yes. that. That it's he works well when he's feeling the love. It's literally a player that was at a club and fell out, you know, with not necessarily the, the, the coaching stuff, but the people around him, he didn't feel that love anymore. And Sevilla literally did their research. They looked out and said, okay, cool, this is how this guy operates. Let's give him that because if you give uh, Toto that on the field, man, Translates. man. Because that's how Bruno, think about it, when Bruno rocked up all those penalties. Who was falling? Who was being tripped in the box? <laughs> it was the man who was feeling the love. Yeah, you know, so because even their connection on the pitch was just, it was beautiful to watch, you know. So I really hope he comes back. That's for me, though. That will, I'll probably cry. You know? Valentine's is coming. So <laughs> we'll see what Michelle does in Sevilla. All right, guys. Uh, transfer season is just about ending. Um, that is the January transfer window. There's a few days left uh, before it officially closes, but deals have been done. What deals have caught your eye? What do you think has been interesting or has a lot of potential in terms of clubs acquiring players or which player's move has excited you and you're expecting something from that particular player? I'll go first. Rumored, and I think it's about to be concluded, Adama Traore to Barca. That has surprised me because in the last two seasons, Traore has scored a grand total of just three goals, two assists. 
I don't know what Barca are doing with that player because he's no longer that guy who was running past everyone and doing the magic stuff. Barca have proven to do bad, bad business on Coutinho, Ngabo, Griezmann, Tembele. This is by far for me, if it gets concluded, the worst business of all because I am expecting nothing. The only good thing you can do is surprise me and I'll be happy if he does surprise me. But yes, that has caught my eye because I don't know who else was in the race for Utraore and why. So Tula, if there's any business that you've been overlooking over this, this January window, what has caught your eye? Aston Villa. Yeah. Aston Villa. Like Villa moving like a big six club, eh? They 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 doing what uh, what's that team? Newcastle is supposed to be doing. Yeah. You know, um Coutinho, uh Lucas Dinha. Um now they got uh, who did they get in now? Chambers. Chambers from Arsenal, from Arsenal for mm. nothing. Overnight. Overnight. By the way, nothing um, reported. But if you, you listen to the Danny Ings uh interview he said apparently at Villa they literally tell you if they don't want it like you're not allowed to even tell your wife wow yeah mm. that's how you run a club see you don't you're not out here talking for everyone to just yeah yeah so Flahovic. for me for me he <laughs> is that what you're talking about <laughs> I'm talking about another job <laughs> so for mm. me Coutinho I, I'm, I'm interested in, in seeing how he's gonna sort of revive his career at, at mm. Villa because I think Nice club to do that, you know. Small club um, allows him to sort of, uh, you know, come back up and make allow Barca to scam people for continuing <laughs> in the summer. <laughs> Honestly speaking, you know, because mm. they have that forty million clause in his contract. So I hope Villa don't fall for that because um, I don't want to say Coutinho is finished because he's not finished. You know, um, the goal against United that was just United being. United at yeah. this point. Yeah. So for me, it's it's, it's definitely um, Villa. What they're currently doing that that's quite that that's a nice project. Um, and and Newcastle, like I'm, I'm I'm actually liking. The only one is Chris Wood. I, I, I don't get what what's going on. I there. don't understand that either. <laughs> like um, I mean, when they're going again, like after the names that we've heard mentioned, um, at centre back and in midfield, and then they complete the puzzle or they started the puzzle. Chris Wood up top. Or you know what they could be doing? Sundown's tactic. Just weaken the opposition. If you get Burnley a player <laughs> down, that's one less team to beat for the relegation battle. So, I mean, if they weaken them, maybe it works in their favor that way. Yeah, th- that one was weird because also I look at Eddie Howe, I'm like, is that how you play football? I don't think that's how <laughs> you play Chris football. Type of player. Yeah. Nah. You, 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 don't, yeah, yeah. you had Cullum and you, you had King. King. So, mm. you don't play football like that. You play with strikers that know how to use their feet. So... Are you now gonna? Oh, is this a like you're gonna use it? Or now? is this a coming from but somewhere you, else? But you know what like, I think it is. Is it is it not coming maybe from the top? Because is he gonna be coaching Newcastle when they finally take that step into Manchester City, Chelsea realms? No, he, he no, he's there for two years. He's a stopkeeper. He's literally just there to. So so is so I would think it's plausible that he's not making signings with the idea that he is building his own team for himself. Don't you think? But he's in the job, so right now, yeah, yeah, he has to think like that because maybe Chris Wood is the seventieth minute. We it's tough. And just you throw know, it up there. That's, a, up that's there. exactly like what Andy I'm Carroll thinking. Yeah, for, but he, he for might him. give them that different dimension because they already have sent Maximum. They already have oh, Callum Wilson, and they've got their their horses. But oh, Callum Wilson injury record not not that great. Yeah. The greatest. So if you if you've got sent Maximum and you've got a different option in Chris Wood, I think that does give them give them a bit of versatility because also in the set piece. If his games are tough and you've got someone who's good in the box, who's good aerially, Chris Wood more than St. Saint, Saint Maxim, Saint Maxim. So I think options-wise and what's available in the market, I think that 
not the best signing, but I think it, it does inch them forward in terms of what they already had. And I think it is to weaken Burnley. I think that's the biggest point, to weaken Burnley. And I'm happy about that. <laughs> this might just be the season Burnley needs to go, bro. Do you agree? What do you mean Burnley needs to go? Why do you guys want to see Burnley? The league, the league, the league, the league does not need Burnley, man. They don't. Yeah, it's terrorist football, man. It's not football. That's that's just. Sean Dyche has gotten away with it for far too long. Guys, it's time for him to go. If you can do that and keep them up. I mean, it's not like he's got fans. It's not like he can splash, splash cash and do things differently. No, guys. Chuck, Chuck when we've, we've seen teams in this league with, with that level of um, f- funds play football. Blackpool, back in the day. Eddie Howe's... Um, and how long did they last? How long did those teams last? Because when they go down, they come back within one, two or three seasons, they're, they're back. That is Burnley. And when they're there, they go for a good spell because they know we're Chuck, not... Gonna for, fight, for, punch them, punch the big for boys. them, it's not yeah, it's not a good idea for them to play that kind of open style football, right? I'm talking about me as a fan, as someone who is watching these games where but like one of my teams is like my team is not playing in that game and I don't have a rooting interest and I'm just a fan of the game. I don't want to see Burnley. But I, they've got like right now. I, I can't player. wait for Fulham to come back into the league because Fulham are destroying guys in, yeah. in, in the championship. And they Burn, do what when they Burn, get back. Burnley to the, can go. And what do they do when they get to the Premier League? They if don't they, do the if, same if thing. If they come to the Premier League and it's exciting, bro, like I just why, want exciting games, man. Guys, why the not? truth is, the only team that has come from the bottom and played exciting football is Leeds, and that was last season. Are they no really one else plays exciting football. No, that was not last right season, now. not right now, because it's tough to do that and stay, guys. I don't care if they, they stay. Check even if they Norwich, do it for one good season, it's fine. Guys, this expensive football is why Norwich and Newcastle are where they are. You need to do a Sean Dash and keep yourself in the prem for how long? For as long as it takes to get the fans, like team bro, an entire game. And when I, when I, I have no issue with that. They, football allows you to be offensive or defensive. If they're defensive the whole time and they they're boring, it's fine. Let that team be that. You as the offensive team break them down. That it's is football. That is that is that is not um, 1990s calculus. That's not what's happening over But I mean, Diego Simeone does that and wins leagues. He does and, he, and, and wins league, but there's a, there's a reason I support the other team in Madrid and not Atletico. Like, yeah. I, so. man, I, I, I did think of Simeone, for can example, I, to I come coach Arsenal because of discipline. But eventually, eventually, man, it's just like, we are paying to watch this. You know, it is, it, the game results matter, of course, but it also is entertainment. I can put my hand up and say this. Now. I would be a hypocrite saying, criticizing Burnley after watching United for years. <laughs> there are some games where I'm just watching because I support. Otherwise, it is, it is a ball. Yeah. United, United need to get it's relegated been, as well. Yeah, that doesn't make sense. See <laughs> what I mean? It doesn't make sense. I'd never say that. So for me... I'm saying that. Uh, yeah. Arsenal too. <laughs> 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 All right. Um, so okay. Guys, whoa, whoa. Yeah. My 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 bad. I'm I'm with you with Adamatoro. I I don't understand that. I don't understand that. And I'm over here like this is why Barcelona broke. This these kind of moves that uh that don't make any sense because for me, okay, the it's it's the goal contributions, right? The two assists, the three goals in in the last fifty in his last fifty seven games in the Premier League. That in itself does not draw you to the guy. But his technical ability, Barcelona, of all the institutions in football that exist in the world, maybe bar Ajax, because it, it came via, um, via a man from Ajax, mm. they pride themselves on playing football with the ball. You know, you need to be able to take a pass, even in a tight space. You need to be able to wriggle out of that. You need to be able to give the pass. You need to be able to play the triangles, the tiki-takas. You need to be able to advance the ball. You need to be comfortable with the ball. Whenever I see Adama Traore, on the field <laughs> like he's running with the ball and then the ball escapes him as fast as he is and it's just like this guy's technical ability is undeveloped and if somehow the funny thing is though he was developed at Barcelona, Barcelona. Mm. I don't understand that either how do you come through La Masia and you end up looking like that 
so that's one. The other one would be Diaz at Liverpool. I am I'm 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 intrigued by that because there's depth now um in that, front, that in, in, in that front line. Yeah. Yeah, you know, and Tottenham there's competition so for money for me where like we have said like money's form has been up and down. I still think money still has it. And similar to what happened with De Gea when Henderson came back to Manchester United, I think lighting that fire under un, under his belly is going to be good for him. Also, it is an insurance policy. If the worst happens where Salah does not commit to Liverpool going forward, they've mitigated somewhat because you can't replace Salah full on. But they've somewhat mitigated that by getting someone in, in those positions. Makes sense. All right, guys. So with the window about to close, a couple of days uh, to go now, who do you think desperately needs to make a signing? Uh, which team needs to add to their team? Uh, and, and which player needs to desperately go? I'll go first again. I think Donny van der Beek has to go because one, the World Cup is coming and I'm sure he'd like to be a part of it. Two, he needs to remind all of us how good he is because you even forget how you, you, you don't even think he's good anymore because whenever he comes, he's there for five minutes and what can you do in five minutes? Not much, right? So I think he needs to reestablish himself, get that spark going in, in his career because I think if he stays long and doesn't play elsewhere, this might be a blight in his career and, and it, might just, it might just be one of the worst moves ever and just not because all Van der Sar was signing letters and was happy for Van der Beek to come to United. We're not getting any more ice players. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah. guys don't go there because it's not good for you guys. So I think he needs to do that just for his own good. Get a loan spell. I think uh, Palace was, was interested. Go play with Vieira, um, with Gallagher and all those those talents. And I think it'd be a good team. So Apparently Lampard wants him at, at Everton because yeah. Lampard is joining. Is he joining? Yeah, he's joining Everton. So apparently this morning they got into... Uh, contact with United and his agent, so I he think might, he needs he to make that move. Like yeah, it's quite interesting. Also. So, hmm. who's, um, who's your who's your choice for a player that needs to make a move, and maybe a team that needs to make a move before deadline? Spurs need signings and Arsenal. Spurs, for me, the Ndombele needs to leave. Lucelso yeah. needs to leave uh, because Conte doesn't know what to do. Guys, is Lucelso fit? And he's just not playing because he's not good enough. It's because Deli Ali is playing ahead of him. It's the same. All three of the players you just named out, all three mm. of them, it, they're not playing because Conte doesn't think they fit into how he wants to play. They don't apply more of themselves on the pitch. So yeah. um, that's the problem with them. So I think any one of those three players need to leave. Um, at least Ndombele got PSG. Uh, what's his, his dad, Poch, still wants him that PSG. So he, he might make that move. Imagine that upgrade, right? <laughs> From... No trophy guaranteed to. <laughs> Surely I'm getting there's a, a league, so. there's a cup. There's a there's a cup. Maybe even two cups. Um, um, and a run in the Champions League. I'm I'm taking that any day. Like mm. my agent, I'll take a. But what, pay do you, what do you play at PSG though? <laughs> ahead of ahead of guys like Herrera. Um, and Herrera and apparently they want him out. They wanted to to send him out on loan. So switch him out with them with Ndombele. Ndombele and Genie is not getting into the team because no, he isn't. He's, he's struggling. Also, apparently I don't know how. I take him on loan at Arsenal, by the way. Wijnaldum. Yeah. Yeah, I'd take Herrera at, at United to come play in a double pivot for me there next to... That either makes a lot of sense. You know, either next to Fredo or McTominay. I, I, literally I don't even know why the guy left. What Was it because there was just bad, bad blood because it seemed like it wasn't an amicable split he wanted away at some point? No, it was it was a money thing. He wanted two seven five um, a week, and United are like, for a player yeah, that doesn't... No. That starts 50% of our games in a season, you're crazy. You know, so um, I think I think... Arsenal need players because I don't get how they loaning out players. I, I hope they get
get Arthur in there maybe Kulaveski I don't want you know, Arthur, Arthur man. Or, or, or someone. <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't I know. I don't know what Arthur has done at Barcelona or at Juve. He's, he's just a squad player. But you know, hope someone get a body in there because you need bodies. We need you bodies. <laughs> that, so someone. That much some, is true. Some, something needs to come into Arsenal. And uh, for me also, I, I look at like uh, Spurs and I'm like, I'm sure Conte is fuming. Yeah. Because him accepting the job midway through the season, they promised them backing in January. There's no way he joins if he yes. doesn't have those guarantees. And then they go and fumble two of his signings. They go to rivals in the... He is fuming, I'm sure, where, where, wherever he is. He's right discovering now. very quickly Yeah, like what it means Daniel to go Spurs. Mm. Daniel Levy, stingy. Stingy, you but, know. So, But to, to what extent? It doesn't make sense for him to be stingy at this point because you've got one of the best managers available and he needs funding. He clearly outlined that Chelsea Tottenham is a big gap and he needs to bridge that gap. And if you don't do that now in January, by the time the end of the window uh, happens and you're in, in next season you're not going to catch up again because you're going to have to outlay at least 300 mil to catch up with the big boys. Yeah. Because, I mean, Chelsea, you look at it and you're like, they got Gallagher coming back. Mm-hmm. Right. Saul is going to leave. Um, their midfield issues are sorted again. Do you understand? Um, and they have about 50 other players out in, in, on loan somewhere in the world. Good news is that I think they're amending the loan uh, deal. So Chelsea's not going to be able to sign 50 players and loan them out. Actually, so. it seems as if they... They're in line with the with the new restrictions on that. Are they uh, currently in they, line? They've done it before it even became a rule. So they're ahead of the curve. Um, yeah. They've been they've they've exploited this 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 loan market up to this point. And kudos to them, you know, yeah. because if there's a loophole mm. and you play by those rules, uh, which I don't even know how they were just allowed to just keep signing guys when it's very clear they were never going to play, but. The model has worked for them, and yeah, hopefully, kind of the rule does put some people on 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 par again. Signing the Nisa, Arsenal need to sign someone. Absolutely. When you say Arsenal need bodies, when, when I say when Ronaldo, saying bodies and you're saying someone, will anyone do? Or do you have like anyone, someone? In mind? Chuck, at this point, it is it is a desperate situation because just in the striking position, right? You make it very clear that you are going after Lovic, like the entire window. This is the guy. Everyone and their grandmother knows it. And he he continuously we hear reports that him and his agent don't want him to come to Arsenal. This is the same thing that happened um with uh the midfielder who eventually ended up at, at, at Juventus. His name is escaping me now. From where? From Sassuolo. Anyway. I think. But he also oh, um, he also made it clear start the Euros. Yeah. Oh, okay, I'll tell you now. The name will come. Locatelli. Back. Locatelli. Yes. Mm-hmm. Locatelli was never coming to Arsenal and he was open about that but Arsenal was still after him and at at this point there's well time of recording is like two days until until the window closes you are still looking for a striker unless you go and pay that money directly into La Liga for Isak maybe you are stuck with a an Aubameyang who's over the hill in my opinion at Arsenal that yeah. that that is done a a a Lacazette who does great work everywhere else on the pitch, bar what he's actually there to do, score goals. And you've got Nketiah who is Nketiah and who believes <laughs> should be playing ahead of all these guys and doesn't want to sign a contract. So you are down to absolutely not much, if not nothing at all. So there as well. And then in midfield, I mean, if you're going to be relying on, well, El Neni's coming back from the AFCON, is that a pl- is that a place where you want to be when you're chasing top four? In my opinion, go to AC Milan. Try to sign Frank Kessie because he's also yeah. out of contract in, in in the summer. So 
do something. This and is why I mentioned Ronaldo. He, he wants to stay in, in, in the Italian league. He doesn't want to leave Serie A. So you know where he's going. It's between Inter and, and AC Juve. And, and Juve. Yeah. But I mean, throw so. money at him. Like we keep saying, like we were saying before <laughs> recording, like you throw money at the problem, usually nine out of ten times in football, it works. So if you if you go to Frank Kessie, like we will double, triple, quadruple your income because Vlaovic was, was earning twenty four thousand pounds, I believe, at, at, at Fiorentina. Now easily that has been quadrupled at Juve, you know. Throw money at these guys. Like yes, Arsenal do have the money. There was also Zakaria. Like he was He was right there. He was he, he was right there. So uh, yeah, man. Um I, I think I think Arsenal need 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 to make a move in terms of players. No one's really coming to mind right now. I think Obama Yang actually is another player that needs to leave for also the good of I his... I don't even think he wants to leave. The, the good of his career. He signed the thing. Yeah, so it's ever since he signed that thing, like, oh my It's word. gone downhill. <laughs> Guys, yeah. we have it here on, on record that Arsenal looking for anyone. Um, if you're yeah. available, but, trials yeah. are happening at Arsenal. Arsenal. <laughs> In the next two days. <laughs> uh, you have till midnight Monday. I'm sure... <laughs> You know, we do. Yeah. Um, I I don't expect anything to happen. By the way, like I'm, I'm at peace. You know, I see Arsenal fans like like falling apart on social media. I'm just like, you've experienced this ten years plus of this, and you still have expectations that are not going to be met. Like dial down the hope. But also, your your team's pool is is so finished. You're like your y'all's pool is like there by Spurs' pool. It doesn't exist. You understand? Uh, players don't want to play for Arsenal because because someone actually made the statement that they was like, think about it, 18 years without a league, they have never won a Champions League, they haven't played Champions League for like about almost six years now. So what is a player going there for? FA Cup. Yeah. No one wants to just win the FA Cup. Record number career. 15 coming up sometime. <laughs> you know. So and they're out of all the cup competitions this season. So. So you, guys, you're if going there's there a player out there who wants to win the FA Cup. No, who wants to finish top four this season or try and get into top four with Arsenal. We're getting to that. You know, so, but anyways, it's one of those things, man. It's a tough day. <laughs> okay, moving away from Arsenal before you guys depress me. <laughs> or maybe actually we still are with Arsenal because we are doing our, like our quick hits. Tuli, top four finish. Um... I don't know if you have anyone else uh, as champion but Manchester City. But we can start from one to four. Who's making it into those top four positions as things stand? Obviously, Manchester City is winning the league. Liverpool have finished second. Um, Chelsea or Manchester United will decide who finishes third or fourth. Thank so you. meaning Chelsea and Manchester United are in the top four? Yes. Why are Manchester United finishing in the... What? Okay. <laughs> we started off talking about like how terrible they've been and you guys are down on, on, on the team as well. But now ask the question, who's making top four? Is this, is this said with your heart or is this said with your head? From what you're seeing on the pitch, from everybody else challenging for that last Champions League spot, why Manchester United over the other guys? I am saying this from my... Not heart, my head. The team on paper should be. Okay. Um, I think Ralph at the moment has sort of figured out the team as to how he wants them to maneuver and win games, even though it might not be beautiful. Because I think also Ralph has sort of gotten a grip of it that he won't be able to uh, instill how he wants the team to play exactly. United will not be a counter-pressing, high, playing a high-line type of team in the, in the Prem. Mm. That, that needs time. You know, because even if you look at his his time at, at at his previous clubs, 
it he only managed to instill that after like a year at the club so i think the same thing ronaldo will leave if united don't make top 4 he himself now so the pressure to keep ronaldo is also <laughs> going to be a driving force exactly and and also this is like those stars with chelsea but yeah yes so a lot of a lot of things right now paul pogba is coming back he will give us something more in midfield um i hope somehow they can get maybe a, a midfielder in the last day of the transfer window because they've done that before with igalo but that was igalo you know they've they've done it with bruno we signed mm-hmm. bruno today 2 years ago so maybe they can find funds from somewhere maybe when donny leaves um then they can say you know you guys don't need to find funds from somewhere you've got funds we've got your funds. pockets are deep yeah so I was just saying to brag, you know. <laughs> so, so, oh, okay. <laughs> All right. Yeah. All right. So, I think I think um Chelsea on the other hand what Lukaku did to them with that interview and Tuchel sort of being found in the prem um might work against them. A lot of teams in and around them have a lot of games in hand and because I looked at it the other day if United beat Burnley uh when they come back, then United is only about 4 points off Chelsea. I mean Arsenal didn't beat Burnley so. Yes. No you you never know. So <laughs> that tells us what. <laughs> I told us that Burnley are a tough team to play against. <laughs> exactly. So for me I look at that and then also Chelsea are going to the Club World Cup very soon. Mm. So um they've played a bit more games than others I think one more. So that gives them that opportunity to sort of for other teams to catch up to them. So by the time they come up pressure will be on them. Um you know so uh, th- that that's my take on that arsenal same thing happened last season it looks you know it's the hope it looks like it's going to happen this is the year arsenal will get top 4 but then it just doesn't happen then ateta finishes in his favorite position on if if he was in the psl that's a great position to finish top 8 top 8 he's getting mtn money you know so in 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 i think i think the same thing will happen because i look at the other teams a villa might be a problem for arsenal and spurs you know spurs the only thing if they back uh, conte which i'm happy they didn't i'd be very worried yeah. of them uh, i think they'll also fall off they'll probably finish in a european place but the top four for me uh, is is as like i said city liverpool city liverpool either of chelsea and united yeah. in that third or fourth the, yeah Because okay. we playing Chelsea, I think even the second last day of the of second last game of the league, so that even might, might be, be a decider. A, that might just be a decider as who finishes fourth, who finishes third. I think I've got exactly the same team Tula has. Um, I've got City winning it, Liverpool might drop points, but never enough to go put down to third. Um, They comfortably the second best team in the yeah in the nation right now. I agree yeah. with that. Chelsea might make it interesting in terms of allowing teams to catch up with them and stuff like that. But the reason why United is fourth is that we've just played one of the contenders, West Ham, played them off the park. Um, you want to say it's an off day or whatever, but we did the business. Arsenal are looking for bodies. Arsenal are looking for anyone to come and play for them because it's, it's a crisis at the, bom- at the moment. They're out of the cups. They're not doing very well. Spurs against Chelsea. Harry Kane was looking left and right to see who else can help me because Son is not available. And basically, they're a one-man team without Son. When Son is there, they're a different team. But without him, they really, they really feel when he's, when he's not there. So with, with those three out the way, I, I, look, United would have to shoot, shoot themselves in the foot to not get to fourth. That's how I see it. Um, because with the other teams, they are good, but United is that little level better, I think, currently. Because I think Ragnik has found a formula. Let's go back to that old formation, but let's work hard, let's press more, let's do a bit more with the intensity. Paul Pogba is coming back, as you said. Um, and, I, and I still think there's still goals coming in from Ronaldo. There's still goals coming in from Rashford that I'm expecting to see. Rashford has scored. Maybe that is the upturn in his form again. And if you get Rashford going good, that's another eight goals, which we can't 
pinpoint in any team. I can't say that Antonio's going to give us eight goals for, for West Ham. I can't say that um, Lacazette or Anton, uh, Martinelli or whoever's getting goals for Arsenal. I can't say apart from Kane and anyone else adding eight goals to Tottenham. You know what I mean? So in terms of guys who can win you games, I think United got, have got more match winners than any other guys who are vying for the top four. So I think United squeeze into the top four. And that's my top four. You have it as. I have it as you guys. <laughs> Move on ahead. <laughs> I mean, I could, I, I, could, I could say Arsenal. I could say Arsenal. But the thing is, realistically, right, coming into the season, back-to-back eight, eight, eighth-place finishes, I, I had a target of Arsenal getting to sixth because, one, I had United winning the league. So I had them firmly in that top four. And then I had Manchester City, Chelsea, and Liverpool in, in the mix, right? Mm. So sixth or better, I thought, would have been an, an, like a fair expectation for this team not something i'd be happy with because i do believe that's mediocre but mm. this is this is the arsenal team that we have and this is the coach that we have True. at this point though having seen united struggles and everyone in and around that fourth place um their form goes up and it dips and at different times you don't really know who's actually the better of these teams i i look at arsenal now like the fact that arsenal have only scored one goal in the whole month that is that that struggle is 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 deep and now party's out because of his red card um Xhaka is also in and out because of injury and definitely because of of discipline so it's it, it's hard to see Mar- um smith Rowe as well he's also now an injury concern you know it's hard to see where the goals come from i mean like every other arsenal fan like i love like the the golden boy you know um our star boy saka mm-hmm. but in terms of what you're looking for at that top end to push you into a top four uh, place he's nice with it but he's he's not the finished product where yeah, so he's going to carry you yeah. in, into that place and the reason I did choose United at the beginning even with their struggles I still look at them and in my head it's these guys are too good to be behind some of these other teams mm. there's eventually the talent tells you know the coaching might not get it right but then the talent tells in my opinion as you guys put it they just have too many yeah. options Whereas you look at the other teams, as you say, Spurs, one-man team. Mm. Arsenal, we don't know where the goals are coming from. West Ham, they still always Ham, you yeah. know. So, yeah, I do have and, the same And they're in form. Europa, so they're trying to also go a bit further in that. Because mm. especially from March, Feb, yeah. when you're now in the, in the knockout stage of, 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 of European And if Antonio football, plays in that, we've seen his hamstrings cannot yes. hold up to yeah. that kind but of But what I don't vega. get is Arsenal. You guys play football once Every a week. Weekend. You play football once a week. <laughs> but use that, the but bus because you don't fly anyway. So no jet lag, none, none of that. How Just traveling you, all over the country. Yeah, so how are you tired but on that, the weekend? How are you not performing But here's the, the thing. That's why Arsenal are in fifth and fourth place. That's why they are doing relatively as good as they are doing. If we were playing in Europe, we are looking again around that seventh, eighth place. This is as good as it gets without midweek games. Unfortunately, that that is the truth. And and I thought you all would have that advantage over other teams because your players are a bit more rested than others. But I guess having more game on your legs actually does count as an advantage for the other teams. Arsenal is just not good enough to learn. That That's that's just what it comes down to. I tried. I tried. I tried. Tell him. All right, uh, let's just go into a competition that Arsenal is not a part of. I'm really enjoying this at this point. (laughs) All right, (laughs) look at these Manchester United fans like feeling themselves at this point in time. 
it's, it's good to finally have someone Chuck, on my on, side. Move on, move it's on, move on. It's against me. Anyway, um, Champions League, guys, just give us who you think is going to go all the way and win the Champions League. I'll just remind you who's still in the competition and what the ties are. We've got PSG versus Real Madrid, Sporting versus City, Salzburg versus Bayern, Inter versus Liverpool, Chelsea against Lille, Villarreal against Juve, Atletico versus United, Benfica against Arsenal. Uh, jog your memory in terms of who's there. Can who's you just say Benfica who? against Arsenal. Sorry. Thank you Ajax. for putting us in Ajax. Champions League bracket. Just stop trolling me, uh, <laughs> Arsenal. <laughs> so with, with those teams in mind, guys, who do you think has, has enough to go all the way and actually lift the, to- the, the, the cup? This is a tough one, actually. This is actually really a tough... I, I don't think we'll get a new winner, like as in Manchester City will win the, the Champions League. Oh, so we're ruling out Manchester City, yeah. okay. Personally, I'm ruling them out because um, I don't... Pep is going to overthink it, as he always does. Cause Has he not learned, though? At, the, at this point? I, I thought he learned last year. Yeah. And then he went and did what he did in the final. Where's, where's but the from that experience, because I look at it, I'm like the year before what he did against Leon cost yeah. cost him a place in the in the in the semis. In the semis, mm. you understand? And then I thought, okay, Pep learned, you know. And then he started benching Sterling, and then I was like, oh, he really has learned, you know. <laughs> I was like, good one, Pep, let's go. You actually, yeah. and then he landed in the final. There's Kante, Jorginho playing some of their best football at that time. At that time, especially you decide to play with no CDM. Yeah. Are you drunk? I understand you, Pep Guardiola, but come on, bro. But I think I think the pressure is coming from Tuchel's side as well because try as he may in the league in the cup, they were getting beaten by Chelsea, and he you had understand? to do something. You different. were saying Chelsea is so good, you know. He was busy, literally. <laughs> we can't do anything. You know, he was going through a lot. He was just so. I'm I'm counting him out. I think he'll overthink it again. Okay, so not City, not City. So who do you raise? I see. I see. Oof, this is so There's a tough. team with Mbappe and Neymar and Messi. Do you think they win something? I, I see them semi finalists. I see them as semi finalists. You have PSG going through against Madrid. And, and I'm a Madrid supporter. I think they could age them. Remember, remember, no away goal anymore yeah. in the Champions League. So you have to actually beat a team. And if, if, if Porch can sort out his midfield situation, he actually might. If Verratti is there. Verratti is fit, yeah. If Verratti is there. Okay, no, Madrid is actually beating PSG. I'm sorry, because Modric... <laughs> no. The heart kicked in. Yeah, no. The heart Modric, kicked in. Modric and Cruz and, and Casemiro are actually doing what, what needs to be done. So And then, so the question I, for the two of you, so then they beat PSG and then go where? All the way to the top? Or is there someone to stop them? Do they beat a Bayern? I don't think Madrid are winning the Champions League this season. Mm. Yeah, they won't. Um, I'm still waiting for him to pick his winner. Bayern. Bayern, Bayern. might actually, with Nangles, they might just surprise us. Or another German might just win it in Ralph, you know, because no, no, I, I, no, I, I no, he, no. He Listen to the man. I think he can if he, if he, if he. Why? If he, if How? He the thing is, remember, it's the lack of a draw. You're playing Atletico. They're not playing their best football right now. You beat them. It's that confidence you get from that. Because if you look at United's games in and around um, Atletico, they're playing Liverpool, Manchester City. So if if they go into that run of fixtures on a winning streak of sort, they could show Atletico something. Ronaldo also has a point to okay. prove in the Champions They might get through Atletico, but there are some giants left in the straw after that. They're, they're coming across you know, Bayern Munich Chelsea, and, they're, and they're knocking Chelsea them out. Chelsea got through how many hectic teams last season to win the, the, the Champions League? They didn't just, Chelsea didn't just fluke it. They fluked it with like serious teams. That is true. But, I mean, they did They did beat you Madrid know, but in, I, but in, in the semi-finals. But personally, I think, I think uh, I'm, giving it to, I'm, I'm giving it to Bayern. Who do you have, Chuck? 
Man, um, don't say Manchester United. This is a serious question. Who do you seriously have <laughs> winning the Champions League? United is not a serious contender. Thanks, Jay. I think... And I have some surprises. I think Pep finally Man. gets it. I think Pep finally gets it because all, all the niggling things that have been in his way, I think they're they done away with. You don't have to worry about Chelsea anymore. I can beat Chelsea with my eyes closed. I, I, I can hang with Liverpool only but for a couple of decisions I can actually beat Liverpool. I think if he comes against Liverpool, he might have a problem in the final. But anyone else, I think Pep can beat them. I think... Man, it's about time. He's had time with his team to win the Champions League. He's faltered at the at the hurdle at the quarters. He's faltered faltered at, in the final. It's now. It's now or never. I think if he doesn't win it now, I don't think City will ever win it with any manager at any other time. This is the best squad they've had, and I think with with what showing that they can play in the Premier League and go to the top again without a striker. For me, it it, it they must learn. They must have learned something. I I pick City. I want to pick Ajax. Eh? I really want to pick. And Ajax. you said to us that it's a serious question. No, be- no, no. On the basis of what they've done <laughs> in the Champions League as well, like Ajax went to the Portuguese champions and put pa- five past them, and in every game, I mean, ha- as I said, like Halle has scored in every game. He's got ten goals in in in, in the group stages, and we've seen how, how like Anthony on 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 that right hand side, and just they play with the freedom and without those expectations of are they going to win the Champions League? Yeah. But if I have to pick like head on the chopping block Bayern Munich I almost said City but but you know the thing with Bayern the thing is every year they're a contender but how often do they actually come through they've only won it once in I don't know how many years last season they didn't win because and and I'm confident in saying this because Lewandowski was out when 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 they were in that in the tie against uh, against PSG especially when they were away at PSG they had they had the game the only thing that was missing was the goals and Chipo, um, the Cameroonian, Chipo he's, 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 he's not Lewandowski, yeah. you know, yeah. and he was missing chances. They were, collectively, they were not putting, I know it, this is the aim of the game, they just were not doing what they would have done if Lewandowski was there. Lewandowski is here now. And, I mean, at the, by the time they get into the latter stages of, of, of the competition, the Bundesliga would have been won. So yeah. they can fully focus on, 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 on the Champions League. So I have them. And I do have Manchester City close second. Last question. Do you not think that they're slightly weaker than Hansi Flick's team? Because that was an all-conquering buy and you could pick them easily from a mile away that they're going to win this. Do you think Nagelsmann's team side can be as good as that one? My thing is, though, there isn't anyone else. The reason we're struggling to pick a winner is because it isn't, again, one of those years where you can clearly point to that team Mm. is head and shoulders above everybody else. So... Nah, I don't. I'm not. I'm not concerned. I do think they're not as strong as they used to be, but I don't think they need to be as strong because everyone else around is is, also is not yeah, as is around that yeah. level, you know. So as I said, I w- I, I would have City close second. Um, if they do actually go and win the Champions League, complete the sentence for me, Tula. Um, if Manchester City, if Pep in particular, wins the Champions League, or the Champions League league double or a treble. He is dot, dot, dot. He's a GOAT. He is already a GOAT. He'd be like certified GOAT status. You have him as the greatest manager. Of over, all time. Yeah. Over Sir Alex, even, actually. That's a tough one. Because someone someone could say, like, it's the same thing, like, with Wenger. So people are like, you were at Arsenal and, and United for so long. Only two European yeah. titles, you know. Ugh, tough one. Because you look at Pep them's times at certain clubs. Okay, only Barca. You like he did that in such a short space of time, so mm, I'm not too sure. But I think gold status, he'd literally be the 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 a dribble, 
Yeah. He'd literally be the second manager in English football to ever do that. No. That's goat status, bro. I have to agree. Yeah, unfortunately. So That's you remove him permanently from Fraud from, from, from Watch I, I, to I the have, Raiders. I have, I have evolved from him having him as fr- in Fraud Watch. Where I am right now is sometimes he's a fraud because he just has everything uh, no, handed okay. to him. You can't be sometimes a fraud. I, I, I called him a fraud. Because you guys can't keep calling Pepper fraud. In I jail. called Pepper fraud because, because he's got like, everything, man. I was like, mate, you have all your toys, but it's like you need Messi to win the Champions League. That's fine. Say he's not as good, but don't put him on Ford Watch. You know, that, you that's one extreme. That man literally took the Bayern team that won a, a treble, treble and destroyed it. He that's not a fraud. Like in, league, those, in, that, in that semi final against like Real Madrid, they were like subpar. Yeah, but why was Madrid doing? There's no, there's a reason. It why would they be hard, you know what? Here's the thing, Chuck. It would be hard to argue against him as, I'd, I'd have to think about it. Okay, maybe not, like maybe not certified for me. I'd be close to saying because it, I, I, I would struggle to come up with an argument of why he's not the goal. What more would you want him to do? I'd to say go win the World manager, Cup with Brazil. Best manager right now. That's what the Champions League does for me. It certifies that. It's something we've always known um, because who else can you really raise to his level in terms of t- tactic, in tactics, in terms of um, nurturing players because Sterling moved, stepped up um, stepped up his game from what he was at Liverpool. Isn't he so, like the, the third player to ever score like over 100 goals for or like fourth player or something? Yeah, for Pep. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I think in terms of that and what he's doing right now, Winning a Champions League You know what man that. It's a bit of jealousy That has me saying Like papers are forward A bit But I can't get away From the fact that He's had riches No that, that we cannot no, discount It's yeah. something you make sure of though it, it, You know Work to your strengths You know that You will not go to A Spurs Knowing that You're on a budget Or on a leash You understand He's smart like that Yeah So he go is, to He's made some smart Decisions you know, will, for his career Give you what you need for you to win, you understand. So for me, respect. I guess that's what the goats do. Messi goes to PSG to guarantee that he's going to win the league again. So I guess what they do to protect their legacy. All right, we're going to call it on this episode right here for today. Tulu, we cannot express how grateful we are that you made it finally. Because I want to say it took a whole year. We've, we've been year. trying to get this From going for such a long time. Nah, thanks. And too. finally thanks got so you into studio. Finally got you onto a recording. Please do definitely. Come back. No, definitely. Um, and, and I can't wait to have you guys on my channel. Too, oh, definitely. You know. This was fun. Um, and where can people find you on social media and your own content that you produce? Um, people can get me on Instagram, uh, the original Thule, uh, the underscore original underscore Thule on Instagram. Um, and on Twitter, I'm one boy's grandson. That's how it's actually said, guys. One boy's grandson. Not what What is that, by the way? That's my granddad's name, one boy. So I'm his grandson. There I'm his go. eldest grandson. Shout out, Kimberly. I've been so curious. <laughs> yeah. So that's how, because people were saying, what, how does one say that? Yeah. You know? So yeah, that's, that's on Twitter. And then uh, on YouTube, you can get content. I haven't uploaded in a long time, but I'll, I'm going to get on it. So on YouTube, you can get me on Khweladi now. Uh, that's my football channel. That's where I talk all things football. I think my last video was a rant on Ole. So, yeah, go check that out and just see what goes on there. So, yeah. All right, cool. Um, you'll find me at JNSKOMZULU, uh, and on Instagram and on Twitter. And you'll find the podcast at 2 Upfront Pod. Chuck, where do we find you? At Chuck2Up. All right, cool. Guys, thank you for joining us um, on this episode of Two Up Front. Once again, thank you t- to at one boy's grandson. grandson. <laughs> right there. All right, guys, uh, support us and subscribe as well. Subscribe not only to our channel, Julia now as well. Listen, subscribe, watch the videos. Let's get it.